31 yards, Tony. Well, he's got to have this, right? They've got to have it. Oh. And they don't. Oh, my goodness. It just continues around here. It just... Wow. It can't continue like this for Tampa Bay. Two years in a row, over and over again. In Evans to the end zone, and it's incomplete. And the Patriots hold on for the victory. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode six of Title Town. We're here recapping a Patriots win yeah. in week five. Yeah, we are. Which opening take right off the bat. I was uh, right about a Patriots <laughs> win. 50-50 shot. I nailed it. Got it. Was it a 50-50 shot? It didn't feel like a 50-50 shot Well, it's always 50-50 when you get two answers. That's the way I look at it. That's why I don't win gambling. Just because there's two outcomes does not 50-50. mean that's a 50-50 proposition. Uh, yeah. So Patriots win. They beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 19-14 uh, to 14 on the back of Nick Folk. Thank God for Thanks, that buddy. kicker. Yeah. Appreciate you. <laughs> Give him the MVP award right now. Yeah, they should have given him the game ball. Yeah. He probably would have dropped it, but (laughs) (laughs) definitely wouldn't have got it through the uprights. (laughs) Called him into the to the visiting locker room in Tampa. Be like, I want to get present the game ball to uh, Nick Folk. (laughs) Shanks Folk. Yep. Thank you. That was the game right there. I thought, anyways, if I think if they make one or two or gosh, dare to dream all three of those field goals i think the patriots lose in which case i would have been the one telling you to eat shit yeah math would indicate that if they had made two or three of those field goals you would be correct the patriots would have lost it wasn't a super nuanced take (laughs) on my part just there but you know interesting fact about this game tell me tampa bay last city for bill belichick to win a game in i'm sorry say that again uh tampa bay tampa bay was the last city for Bill Belichick to win a game in in the NFL. Meaning he had never what... won a game in Tampa Bay. Correct. Okay. <laughs> but that was the last place that he had never won a game. Uh, all right. All right. All right. All I thought you just meant like N- most, like the last place, like the most recent place. Like, yeah, they didn't play between <laughs> Thursday and now. Yeah, no shit. I got a calendar. I know. Thanks. So he had never won a he game. Had, yeah. Let me clean that up. Right. So maybe the better way to say it is it was the last team for him to win an away game against. I don't know. Edit all this out because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that is, wow. That is a fun, I'm having fun <laughs> hearing that <laughs> fact. That is re- really wild stuff. So far we've wowed people with math, geography, uh, statistics, <laughs> and a lack of understanding of the English language. <laughs> yeah, we're off to a great start here. Uh, well, yeah, but Pats get a win in uh, week five down in Tampa mm-hmm. and they squeaked it out. They just needed a win. And the fact that it was like kind of ugly and didn't, re- I mean, it was, it was not dirty. It was yeah. not how they planned it. I mean, I think that was just like a perfect road victory. Like just get fucking out of there with a yeah. win. However Short it has week. to happen. Yeah, yeah. you just got to get it done. It was a get it done, do your job kind of game. Yeah. Like that was, no one's going to look great heading into this. We just got to survive longer than the other guys. And I think that's what, I think based on some of the comments that Belichick had after the game, some of the comments that Brady had after the game, they were both, very positive. And it was a game where there was a lot of negatives. Like, there was plenty of stuff oh, yeah. to, to to nitpick at. But, like, their comments after the game were just, like, we played well. We got a win. We, like, we got a win. Like, we did what we needed to do. Right. Like, everybody played. To- and I think that that's potentially what they've been sort of preaching in that locker room, which is, like, we got to win. Like, we got to find ways to win. It doesn't always have to be pretty. I mean, this is a team that's won five Super Bowls, none of which have been pretty. You uh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, 23. They- we all know. 
Yeah. They like, I'll get the t-shirt. That's not like they they've never won a Super Bowl going away. I think that's we, we, that might have given us a little bit of a glimpse into like what they've been preaching internally, which is like, yeah, like whatever. If someone's going to throw for 300 yards on us and three touchdowns, like what it doesn't really matter. Like right. Bill Belichick says it all the time, like the most important statistic is wins. Yeah, I I think I agree. I feel like now they have 10 days, right, between coming off a Thursday game yeah, they have and they have next the, Sunday. Here's like the Now's where ugh. you yeah, you know, you can work on some things, you can improve in areas. I, I would still talk about the secondary needing to improve. Right, bit. right, right. Yeah, I don't think they're just like, you know, high-fiving each yeah, other for like, 10 days straight. Like, yeah. Around. yeah, but I, I agree. I think they looked at what they had. You know, and this is where Bill Belichick is a master, right? Like, he doesn't just apply the same theory every week in every game. Right. He is a master at knowing how to get the most out of his team, get the most out of people based on the situation being presented. They came off a bad loss. They had a short week. He had to deliver a message that was going to motivate people and inspire his team to play the best football they were capable of given the situation. Playing at that yeah. time, yeah. Yeah, and and they did that, and right? And that's why they won. So yeah, there's plenty that was terrible about that game. But at the end of the day, he got what he needed out of them and he got the win and he moved him up to three and two. And now he has 10 days to work on, you know, skills and running new plays and dumbing down the defense. And he can pay off New York's kicker like he paid off Nick Fulton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Promised him a lucrative contract yeah. in the offseason. Imagine that. Oh, my God. Oh, no, that would be a scandal. <laughs> Forget Spygate. Think fucking deflating Jesus. footballs was bad. Yeah, right. It's like I'll give you fucking a quarter million dollars every time you miss a kick. Yeah. <laughs> you can here, you can touch my Super Bowl ring. Put it in the safe deposit box for oh, one man. year. Um, all right. What's your opening take? My opening take, I think the thing that was most concerning coming out of that game was on the offensive side of the ball. Brady spent a lot of time on the ground. Tons. You know it it He's gonna we, die. Yeah, that we're is, gonna watch it happen. That is what it feels like die on the every field. single time. You know, we talked last week about he's already been sacked more times through five games than he was all of last season, and it's interesting because the offensive line didn't necessarily change that much. Like no. there was no massive overhaul to the offensive line, like there was in some other positions. So you wonder what the difference is. I don't know. Certainly, I'm not a football mastermind, but I. Wonder, you know, having Julian Edelman, a good slot receiver, someone he trusted wholly that he could kind of drop the ball to when he felt the pressure coming made a big difference in him being able to release the mm -hmm. ball faster and, and be safer in the pocket. But there was a lot, a few hits that you saw go down and I was like, he's not getting up. He's not getting up. Yeah, oh my God, that it's one, happened, it happened. It there happened. was one in the first quarter where he kind of got like, it was like a hit him high, hit him low thing mm -hmm. where he kind of got like bent over weird. It's yeah. just like. Oh, man, just, I think he's just going to be dead by Thanksgiving. Like, <laughs> well, and then there was a time he lost his helmet. Was that him or was that? Andrews lost his helmet, right, too. Brady right. got his helmet knocked off once, oh, too. Just a beautiful golden loss. Cascading <laughs> like, down oh. his shoulders. I don't know how you didn't see that. Um, it, you know, and it was like, oh, my God. he's Oh, my God. It's going to happen. He's dead. He's dead. There's no way. He's coming back. Yeah, I mean, I think he's hurt now. And, I mean, there's it's tough with Brady, too, because it's like, He's been hurt in years past, and it's like you never know. Yeah, he he's not like through. fucking Ben Roethlisberger, who's like going to come out there with like a thousand ace bandages on, being like, "Yeah, I don't know, I'm going to play it through." And everyone's like, "You're so tough!" Like, no, he's gonna he's not going to say anything because he's actually tough. Because he's not right. going he's not going to tell you what's oh, hurting. Man. He's not going to use it as an excuse. But he's probably going to play a little bit worse than he would have <laughs> if he wasn't hurt. And like that's why that's like a big concern because it's like there's a difference between injured and hurt. Like I hope hopefully he doesn't get injured injured like right. torn like ACL or something knee, like that. Yeah. Or like broken or like fucking car. spine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm glad we both went for that. I was like, holy shit. What they're like, he broke his back. The minute someone says, oh, your back's broken. I'm like, I'm I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, 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 I'm not totally. doing that. I wouldn't do any, whatever I was doing before. I would not do that again. <laughs> no, no matter what it is. Never, yeah. I, I was sitting on my couch where and I broke my back. That couch Stand got to up. go. That life. couch has to go. I can't sit on that again. And this guy's like, cool. I'll be back in four weeks. What? Yeah, just give me, fuck? give me like a, yeah. put a brace on like it. A brace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So, I mean, if he gets injured, injured, then like, yeah, that sucks. I mean, a, a lot of times those sorts of injuries though are like just bad luck. Like yeah. if you're going to get like hurt, you know, like play through it type yeah. of hurt. Like Ding I think up. he already is. I think he's already there. And I mean, it hasn't, I don't know if it's really affected his play yet. Cause he looked, I mean, he looks Brady good. looked he's fine good. on Thursday Blaney's night. Like throwing. he didn't have Gronk. He didn't have, Ad- obviously he didn't have Adelman, but like. Gronk needs to get out there. I told you earlier in the season. That's why he can't be in the circle of trust. Brady can't trust him to be on the field. It sucks when it happens. But personally, I've been w- wishing this from Rob Gronkowski for many years. And I think as he's getting older. What, an injury? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. no. <laughs> Fucking week five in Tampa. Oh, taking a game off. Sit to down. Get, yeah, 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 yeah. Sit down. Like, be, do whatever you got to do. But why is he so fragile? Because it's just who it's just who he is. He's always been fragile. That's why the Patriots were able to draft him where they drafted him because he, he had his back was all he was like yeah, Forrest Gump coming out of college, except like jaw. twice the size. Yeah. <laughs> it's not nearly as fast. It's as just. Forrest I mean, Gump. I, I think he could. I think he played the early part of his career like a fucking like runaway train which yeah. was great and everybody loved it and he would make some amazing plays in Drag. the first couple of months yeah. of the season he's got defenders hanging yeah. all over his right. back and then he would be hurt for the postseason perpetually perennially not available at the end of the season where they actually need him and i think this was as much as it sucks to like see him sitting on the bench and you're like really dude i'm all about rob Gronkowski, like team Preserve Gronk, you know? Sure. Like, uh, if he needs to take a game off so that he can be healthy, you know, in week two of the playoffs, fine. But, you know, we're talking about Brady being able to play hurt versus injured. Was that Buck going to be you picked him in DraftKings? No, I didn't pick him in DraftKings. <laughs> but, I, like, there's money on the line. Don't be stupid. I know how to check the injury report. <laughs> <laughs> I lost anyway. It doesn't matter For sure. every week. What's your opening take, Craig? Let's uh, switch gears. My opening take is that I think that that was the type of win that they needed. And I, I really do think that if they had lost, um, they would have just been in an, like a, just an, a tailspin. Like, I think it would have been a disaster. Oh, and oh my God. Can you imagine? Uh, Yahoo's like us would have had 10 days to talk about the end of yeah, Brady, oh the God. end of Belichick, For trading sure. everybody, blowing the team up. Yeah. Oh God, it would have been I heard some chaos talk last in the week. streets. Yeah, I heard some talk last week about Patricia potentially being on the line. Like, I don't know yeah. about that. But yeah, I feel like that was the type of win they needed. However... And I'm glad they sort of got back on track. And I we're, we're starting to get into the point of the season where, like, the schedule doesn't necessarily get tougher. Um, but you start to see the division opponents pop up starting next week. Oh, I think the um, schedule gets easier from here on out. Those first teams you've played are, like, 9-1 and one now. Right. Well, they're all riding high because they beat us. Yeah, but anyways, Yeah, I mean, we've yet to play a team within the division, and the division sucks. And I know that they, they the, the records are kind of all close to each other right now. Yeah. But, like, I am confident that the Pats are going to clean up on the division just like they always do. No, no team between Miami, Buffalo, and New York has taken, like, a significant enough step no. forward. Like, they're, they're all having strong starts of the season, which I, is which not is, unusual. Right. For Miami or for Buffalo, well, it's a little bit unusual for the, for the Jets, Jets it but is. like, yeah, they're just blowing getting a quarterback in this year's draft too. Right? Yeah, they're it's fucking kind of up funny. their own tank. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so I, I think they're going to be all right, but my, I mean, I still have big concerns about this team's like championship caliber, which is hard. It's difficult to measure where where 
Successful seasons for the Patriots are winning the Super Bowl, and unsuccessful seasons are losing the Super Bowl right. or losing the AFC Championship game, where it's like, by those very small degrees, you measure success or failure with this team. So it's like, when you're thinking in the regular season of like, will this be a problem? Like, I, like you know, I was looking at the, the, the Gronk thing the other night, which is like, this gives us an insight into what life would be like without Gronk or Edelman. Edelman's already out. Right. And Gronk is, at best, you know, an injury waiting to happen pretty much at all times. So it's not unreasonable to think that Gronk, Rob Gronkowski might get hurt and have to miss significant time. And you're looking around and, and like you said, like the sacks seem to add up and he's patting the ball a little bit more. And he, you know, it's just like, it doesn't look the way that you would expect it to look. Um, I'm trying to like remember the feeling of thinking that they suck because we're going to watch them play the Jets. We're going to watch them play yeah. the Bills. We're going to watch yeah. them play the Dolphins. And we're going to be like, yeah, Here all we right, go. they Rolling. got it. Yeah. yeah, totally. It's like they're like, they're like, <laughs> right. They're like a middle school kid going back to their elementary school and like beating up <laughs> third graders. It's like, it's like, yes, those, those are going to be confidence building games. But like, I feel like we know this team better now having watched them struggle than we would have if they were just winning. Yeah, they played know? some more elite teams. And I think those are the teams you're more likely to face, right? right. You're not going to face the Jets in the AFC in championship game. Significant? Right, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, I don't even think that's possible. But you know what I'm saying? You're not going to face even the Steelers. Like, they look terrible this year right like that should be a game that we roll over when we get there but what how are we going to stack up against the kansas city that yeah, is just yeah, yeah. rolling through their season right yeah, now they do look good yeah well you know they've been lucky a few times too yeah they played that houston team last night they have two major injuries on the defense in the first quarter and it's like okay well thanks luck i'll take luck yeah Luck's a yeah. big part of it the yeah. pats were lucky that nick folk shanked three field That's goals true. The other thank night. god thank like, god for him thank god for him um, all right. So those are opening takes. This is a guest free Tattletown experience. Yeah. Cause of the damn Yankees. Yep. We, we almost had a guest, but then the <laughs> fucking socks got scheduled for the one o'clock. In fact, by the time you're, we, t- we yeah. today's Monday, Columbus yes. Day, by the time you're hearing this episode, the Red Sox it's season might likely. actually be over. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully not. But anyways, uh, yeah, no guests today. So in our next segment, we're going to run through some uh, more detailed questions from the Patriots win in Tampa Bay. Also, don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter. We are at TitletownCast. However, more importantly, if you're a fan of this show and you're a fan of this podcast and you want to help us out, would you like to know how to do it? I would love to. All right. Tell a friend, for Christ's sakes. You're a Patriots fan. Your friends are probably Patriots fans. Your family's probably Patriots fans. Be cool. Give them the gift of... It's like what they say on NPR. Give yeah. the gift of the news to whatever the fuck. Yeah, but then you give them $20 and they give you a blanket. <laughs> That's not going to happen We don't here. have blankets, but what we do have... I can direct you to a local Goodwill <laughs> or like a Home Goods, depending on... What we do have is 30 minutes of entertainment once a week. So if you want to help out this show and you want to grow it as we do as well, tell a friend. Show them how to use the confusing new podcast app. (laughs) We figured it out. You clearly figured it out, person who's hearing this right now. Or one of us showed you and subscribed you. Right. Whatever way. Do however way you got to do it. However way you got to do it. Uh, So get on that, folks. We'll see you in a second. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Here's our interview with ourselves. This is our interview with ourselves. <laughs> Melissa, ugly road win in Tampa. Oof. It wasn't pretty. Not. Uh, helped out by some missed field goals, and one way or the other, managed to get a W. Mm-hmm. Do you think that was enough? 
to right the ship, so to speak. No, that was not a Tampa Bay Buccaneers joke. Yeah, that's a good pun. <laughs> we should do this all with pirate jokes in it. Um, we talked a little bit about this, obviously, in kind of our opening and how important it was for them to get that W and get out of Tampa. Right the ship is tough because I think that is much more involved and I think that is going to take some more long-term kind of coaching and playing and seeing how some of these new acquisitions come together but I think it was what they needed to keep themselves afloat long enough to be able Bing. <laughs> yeah you can count them <laughs> uh, to be able to write the ship if you will I think they needed that to get a little confidence under their belt yeah. to be able to get maybe some of the media to back off a little bit less fan pressure which I know they say they don't pay attention to but it's hard not to of course Can't they do be in a city like Boston and not hear it right it'll be blasted on the front page of every major media outlet that exists um, there's Yahoo's like us talking about it you, for you, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. They listen to Tyler down in the locker room. Obviously you can get your opinions out there anywhere nowadays. So I think it was what they needed to be able to give themselves the breathing room to be able to make the improvements that they're going to need long-term and, you know, getting that short week win, those short weeks can be tough. You see mm-hmm. teams on a roll kind of falter when they don't have the time to prepare. They're coming in a little hurt and tired, you know, when they just can't overcome, they played a solid 60 minutes, walked away with the W and, are, are good, hopefully, to go this Sunday versus the Jets. Yeah, and I think I think Tampa played into their hands a little bit. Like, the Patriots' first possession, Brady throws a pick. And on their yeah. second possession, they just went three and out. And I think on their third possession, they went three and out, too. You know, you flip it. If you flip it the other way, had Tampa done that, I mean, I feel like the Patriots would have smelled blood in the water and then right. just, like, Rolled they would have never him. stand a chance. And you see that a lot on those Thursday night games. And a lot of times, it's shitty teams playing on Thursday nights. But, True. like, you see, like, opening series something goes terribly and then it's just like and that's all she wrote like yeah. that oakland game a couple weeks ago i can't remember if that was like monday night or thursday night whatever oakland got their fucking doors blown off um, oh by the rams yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. um the 2la teams like, right, right 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 yeah and it was just like it just they weren't didn't have it like it wasn't happening for them from the yeah. start of the game and it was just they just rolled over like it was it was just done. yeah they, they couldn't overcome and i think because right. your body's tired like you don't yeah, that's when that you need to thing. crank it yeah. up to 110, you don't have it when you just did this four days before. Yeah, totally. I do wonder, you know, when you when we were coming to the end of the game, we knew Tampa Bay needed to spike the ball. They had one chance for Hail Mary. Yeah. Were you concerned? Oh, yeah. Uh, me too. It wasn't. I mean, yeah, of course I was concerned. It wasn't. First of all, it wasn't really a Hail Mary. They were like on the 30. Yeah. Um, so like that like by itself to... wasn't. I mean, it's not like a total. Yeah, it wasn't like an 80 yard chuck it heave. up the field. Yeah. I mean, you felt better because like th- thanks to Sean Jackson. God, that guy sucks. Yeah. But like so they're like in the in the not even two minute drill. They're in like the 42nd drill. And he like gets hit he like makes a big catch and then gets yeah. hit and then just lies down on the field romo's up in the booth like get up the shot uh, yeah i know um, screaming yeah so anyways yeah i mean i was definitely a little bit nervous i was actually watching the game with uh, some friends and was like this they're gonna lose like this is where they lose <laughs> yeah, right now because it, it didn't really feel like a game that like the, it was like you know like they're like quote unquote like deserve to win yeah you know like they were just kind of hanging around hanging around hanging around and like they never really were able to put tampa bay away um no, so yeah much. i mean i was definitely nervous it was a t- i mean it was it it was, I don't think it was out of the realm of possibility that they were able to convert and win in the last second. Mm-hmm. Craig. Yes, Melissa. Hi, how are you? Great. Uh, thanks for joining us today. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Stephon Gilmore and company played much more straight up man-to-man coverage against the Buck. Uh, overall, I think we've agreed the secondary had a better game. Yeah. It wasn't really like they were 
coming from the top of the mountain for it. Though. Right, but, right, right. Uh, what do you think? Was that a one game answer? They just did what they had to do to get through? Or is that kind of going to be the strategy moving forward? I mean, I don't know what it is going to be. I think it should be the strategy going forward. Like, you know, we, we talked about this last week and a lot of the comments coming out of the Patriots locker room were, you know, Duran Harmon saying things like, you know, we've simplified this plenty and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, now that we've seen them play a game where it was very straight up, like like Stephon Gilmore yeah. was on Mike Evans all night yeah. on Thursday Make night. sure he doesn't catch the ball. And like, so, so that to me, some dickhead, not in the NFL, uh, like that is the most simple version that exists yeah. in my mind. It's right. like you cover him, you cover him. And then like, there's your, there's your right, defensive scheme. Um, and I think once they take out those switches and all that, like all that stuff, I don't know, like it, it definitely makes it a lot easier. And I think Tampa, Tampa wasn't exactly throwing a lot of smoke and mirrors around. Like it was pretty much just like line up and hike the ball. Um, you didn't see a whole lot of motion and a whole lot of like that, like bunch up thing where everybody, you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, they're screen not routes, coming rub at you routes, with stuff like that. It wasn't trickery. really all that exotic, which played into the Patriots hand a little bit, but I think that should be the strategy. I think you saw that happen a few years ago when Daryl Revis was on the team and it was just like, you, you take AJ green and just cover him all day. And then we'll, the, the rest of the, the rest of the defense can just sort of fall into place. And that's what you get those high priced cover corners for is to just neutralize that one, you know, the, the number one receiver that number one right, option on right. the opposing team. Um, so I think that that can be a winning strategy. I mean, the Patriots don't want to be so vanilla. I don't think like they probably want to be a little bit more, you know, exotic. Um, yeah. Well, cause you start playing against some of those teams that actually have some offensive packages that they can run out against you. And like, they don't just go to the same guy. Right. Every right. Game. Right. You know, there are more options. They have a running game. They have a strong backfield. You need other ways to kind of stop and defend. I mean, I think, though, that they they signed some people in the offseason and maybe they just were a little bit overconfident in their ability to get up to speed. Like, it felt like Stefan Gilmore was trying to, like, jump onto a moving train and just wasn't able to do it. And so, like, here's this. This was a week where they just, like, stopped, said, cover Mike Evans. Right. I just, That's the whole play. Like, like Stephon Gilmore had a playbook of when it had one page in it, and he opened it up and it said, "Cover Mike Evans." And then he said, "Okay," I'll, and he did it. He, did, he did a good job. Yeah, chased um, him right around. And he, I think, weird when I he, think he had a good game. And I mean, that falls in. I mean, Malcolm Butler is able to just get yeah. a little bit more of a simple. Like, it just it, everything falls into place a little bit better when you do that. And I think now you can start to layer in some more complexity when you start it from this like basic, basic, basic level of just coverage. Yeah, and I think it worked. Uh, let's talk about Gronk. Let's. So Gronk didn't play. What was it? A thigh injury? Something like groin. that? Groin. 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 Um, so he didn't play and it was a little, a little concerning seeing mm. what the offense would look like without element, without Gronk. Dwayne Allen is just so obviously on like the Brady like yeah. shit list. And Jacob Hollister, the, the number 47 there, rookie tight end looks good, but is a rookie tight end. What do you think? Do you think that they have a championship level offense without Gronk? No. Good answer. Thank you. I agree. Yeah. But elaborate, yeah. please. Uh, no, I don't think they do. No. I think Brady needs, and we've talked about this so many times, and it's so apparent every time you watch them play in these situations, he needs targets he can trust. Yeah. He needs people that he's confident dropping the ball off to that he knows are going to be where they need to be when he needs them to be there. You know, and that there's almost this mind meld between them, for lack of a better word, that he can trust that they can read the play the same way he can read the play and know how to change direction and change course midstream should they need to. And 
I'm not a huge Gronk supporter all the time, so I I don't know that he necessarily has that, but I think he's tough enough to get himself into position when he needs to, and he can make catches that maybe aren't Brady's ideal scenario, but well, but that's Allen like and that's what makes him that's what makes him make valuable. Is right. like you're down in the red zone and you're under pressure. Can, you're can, you can sort of chuck it up to Gronk and he'll tough it out. He's six, eight. Eight. Yeah. yeah, but he's got to stay out there. Right, and so I don't think they're championship level without him staying on the field or. Allen or Hollister stepping up and being yeah. another option. Oh, the, the Dwayne Allen ship has sailed for sure. Like I, the Dwayne. Oh man, you don't think you can get back in? No, I don't. Brady's like I don't think he's out. talented enough to get back in. I mean, the only way he could do that is by playing his way back in. And Brady's just he never so give reluctant to look yeah. in his direction. Which I mean, I think that's something that like Brady could be better about like just for the purposes of like i don't know if i'm a defensive coordinator i'm not looking for an opposing at, team yeah. i'm like <laughs> yeah Dwayne Allen. yeah okay. you can just leave that guy open it's fine. <laughs> yeah okay brady's blocking um, him mentally on his own you right don't need right to worry right about like he's like he's like unfriending people from his own <laughs> offense well do you think maybe that is a long-term secret weapon then like no i don't 12, i don't do think they all is. of a sudden really realize that he's open and just Chuck the ball right yeah, to him. Yeah, no, Ocho Cinco is going to come back after six <laughs> years of being a, 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 a secret weapon. Him and Randy Moss. Yeah, They no both way. can get out there. No, I don't think so at all. I mean, I, and I agree with you. I don't think that they're championship level. I think they are, like an unsuccessful Patriots season, like we were saying in the opening segment, is losing the Super Bowl or losing the AC Championship yeah. game. So they can get there without good tight end contributions. But like the goal for this team is always win the Super Bowl. And like, yeah, I, I personally don't think that that's going to be enough. Uh, Last question. It's for you. Oh, uh, so the Jets don't totally suck. No, three and two, just like us and the Bills. Totally. Upside down. And I think, you know, there was definitely talk preseason about them potentially going 0-16. If you're a Jets fan, you might even be rooting for that. And yeah. now you're pissed because they're winning games. Yeah. What do you think about the Jets this week, Melissa? Uh, it's hard to fear the Jets. So you're predicting a win? I'm predicting a win. Me too. Yeah, I think my prediction is going to be another one that's a little little tight, a little close for comfort, but yeah. I think they'll probably come away with the win. That's probably a good call. Like, are you going to feel good heading into halftime like they got it wrapped up? Probably not. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think they'll play hard. The Jets always get up for a Patriots game. Of right, course, sure. they have to. But at, at the end, I think the Patriots will be victorious. You want to give us a quick Cam Newton thought? I do. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> you read my mind. Yeah. I couldn't help myself. Get in there. You know what the worst part was? What? Wait, can we set the scene a little bit just in case oh, anybody yeah, doesn't yeah, know? Yeah. Okay. So if you're living under a rock and you don't pay attention to what happens. All right. I'll, I'll play the clip. No. Clip. Yeah, I know you take a, a lot of pride in seeing your receivers play well. Devin Funches has seemed to really embrace the physicality of his routes and, and making getting those extra yards. Does that give you a little bit of an enjoyment to see him kind of truck sticking people out there? It's funny to hear a female talk about routes like funny but uh fun is coming along man we're gonna, we gonna so cam newton basically laughs off this female beat recorder re, beat reporters yeah question about funches running routes and says how funny it is to see a female talking he, about there routes. had been a question earlier that she had asked too about you'll have to forgive my memory but i don't remember someone won defensive player of the week last week on their team uh-huh and she had asked a question about that, and he like didn't understand her question until a male reporter explained it to him. The whole thing in the NFL this year has been about social injustice, yeah, right? And like 
race relations and feeling like people are treated fairly. And he goes and is so disrespectful and condescending to this female reporter who is a beat reporter. She's not some Yahoo off the street Mm -hmm. asking a question that doesn't make any sense or that he's never interacted with before. Just the look on his face, even when she's talking, I I give her all the credit in the world that she didn't just stand up and say, go fuck yourself so hard because it was just so... Yeah, and seeing it, if you've only ever, if you've only heard the clip, I would advise look it up on YouTube and just look at his face because he's like he's looking around the room like, like can you all believe guys, that this like, woman right? is saying this he's lo- he's like doesn't she yeah, have a like, baby to take care of oh what's happening are the dishes getting done in like just in front of fucking everybody not yeah. that it would have been better had he done it in private but like okay in like, the most i get it i see where you're at that you have this is how you're choosing to represent yourself and it is hard to take any cause that he stands for seriously if he can't be yeah respectful to everybody this woman's just doing a job, and she was doing a good job and asking a question, and, and he... Perfectly reasonable, fair, football-related question. The only person that took asshole. it to, like, a gender place is him. Like, yeah, it wasn't, he made it, it wasn't, weird. Yeah, he totally made it weird. <laughs> and then even his apology was such smug bullshit yeah, about having a daughter. I mean, he has a he says he has a one-year-old, that, a one-month-old that can walk. So, like, uh, the man's clearly that's just like a p- that's ways. like a pr person being like how can we make you seem more approachable to like women like you have a daughter right let's talk about her let's yeah, talk about the let's daughter. talk about that let's not talk about her because yeah, that's she, like publicist stuff for sure it is that's brutal and that's the kind of stuff you know and it's hard for her and as a woman i'm not going to try to speak for her but just from like your own experiences sometimes that stuff happens and you're like was that sexist or am i just being sensitive yeah Yeah, and you start to wonder like oh well am i just like overreacting or am i reading too much into this situation because like believe me i am one that (laughs) likes to read into a situation but you know you hear something like that and as a woman for her you want to be like nah girl nah get at it that is bad that would have been so amazing if she had said something not that like you know and it's like you don't want to like put that on the person who's getting like no, shit on no. in the moment to like, well, oh, she should have said something. Like, of no, course not. He Nobody shouldn't would. have said right. something. That's the real the, yeah. the real thing. She's but, trying like, to be professional and fuck, do her that job. That would have been awesome. And it's like, I don't under probably it's sitting there like, I don't understand what's happening right now. Am, is there something wrong with what I'm saying? Because yeah. sometimes you do wonder that too. Like, did I me- did I totally mess that up? Like, that's not unheard of. Sometimes we talk to ourselves for thirty minutes a week. Yeah. We know. Like, sometimes you say something and you're like, I don't that didn't come out right i don't think that was pure english probably that is what was going through her mind yeah and it's like, yeah, yeah. I think I'm just- except for that he didn't exactly make it uh a, a mystery what he was like no. saying he was like i'm funny talking hearing a female talk about yeah. routes like not I, a lot of not a lot of gray area as to like what threw him off right. in that well, situation in the first one it was a little more like yeah he was just looking at her very confused like i don't like, understand who, what yeah, you're talking right, right, about right. yeah, uh, yeah i think something that frustrates me as well is that like Cam Newton is someone that has like actively embraced the like role model role as a mm. as a quarterback in the NFL and as a young player. And he in does the NFL. like the play sixty he's not, and stuff. Right? He's not Marshawn Lynch. Like he's not like a bad boy. He's not like fuck you. I'm gonna say whatever I want. Like he is like totally like on board with like being the poster child. Like doing the charity events, yeah. doing the community stuff, the play sixty stuff, dabbing like all that shit. Like he's like into like being that guy. And then it's like, oh man, 
holy crap, you are just like incurably sexist. Like at yeah. that point, like if it's going to come out in that format in front of a room full of reporters with microphones in front of your faces, God only knows what this guy's saying like in locker rooms behind the scenes. Like Jesus. That's true. I didn't even think of that. Like yeah. if he's that blatant in public and has no regard for what he's saying. Oh, I think he had regard. I think he has, he, I think he knew exactly what he was saying. I think he thought he was totally like, one of the right boys, guys buddy? like i'm like this is as obvious as like like as if like a like a like a like an animal was asking the question it's like <laughs> it's weird having a dog talk about this because like you know humans play football dogs don't so i don't see how you could ever understand this like that was his level of like what yeah it was brutal all right you anyway, feel better you got that off your chest i feel better now all right good we just cured sexism we I just figured it out laughed at everything <laughs> i said Honey, to yeah, hear a woman talking about sex. Yeah, right. No, you have people listening to the show and they're just like, can't believe it. <laughs> can't like, believe you guys, it. Guys, check out this comedy podcast I'm listening to. There's this <laughs> it's girl like, talking about defense. It's two girls Weird. trying to talk about sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay, so that's all we got for you this week. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Hopefully with a guest. For sure. Let's see how that goes. Mm, I shouldn't say for sure. We'll be back. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, hopefully with the Patriots win in New York and hopefully with some expert analysis. Yeah. But until then, uh, please feel free to follow us on Twitter at TitletownCast. And if you like the show, as Craig told you earlier, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Share the news. Get it out there. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye.